Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am excited today because I have not in my closet. That's right. In I'm a not different in room of the house, which is odd for me. It is odd. I, I, don't, I almost don't know what to do. I'm I not in my to closet. I to be in the closet. I know. I'm feeling a little you know, discriminated know. against. I feel bad for you. I, 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 I do. I feel bad for you. We'll work that out next time. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, but I have uh, a dear friend of mine today on the podcast with me, Rachel Carmen. Thank uh, you. I am so happy that you're here. What you, a treat. Yeah, well, you actually kidnapped me. I'm actually in town with my daughter, but That's you came true. by and picked me up and whisked me away. It's been a great afternoon. That's true. We've had a great time. So the Pacific Northwest isn't, you know, what? what's your impression so far? It is beautiful. Yeah. It is glorious. You yeah. and I share a passion for ferns. We yes. saw lots of them today lots and moss and the trees. Yes. And the, the waterfall was glorious. Yeah. It's been a beautiful afternoon. It's yeah. beautiful up here. It's a great place to go. Wow. You know, the creation speaks his name. Indeed. It absolutely does. All creation. So, this is fun because it's not something that we plan on doing. We're like, Rachel's in town. We can't not <laughs> do this. Because right. we talk about it all the time. We do. We talk on the phone, but we never have been able to get this actually yeah. done. We sat through traffic for this. So. We did for quite a while, actually. We did. Yes, yeah. indeed. But this is better than you being in North Carolina I and me so. being here and trying to do it. Yeah, like, and the whole just, phone thing. The whole phone yeah. thing. No. So this is this is exciting. So I am. Uh, I want to talk to you about your book. So okay. Rachel has written a couple of books, uh, which I really... The first one's called How to Have a Heart for Your Kids, yes. which was published what originally by Focus on the Family. Right? No, is that actually, right? No, actually, the Sound Bites was originally Sound Focus Bites on the Focus. Okay, and exactly. then How to Have a Heart was published by Apologia. It was, yes. Yeah. And so this is your new book called yes. How Many Times. Tell me about where did you get the idea for the book? Uh, it was one of those moments at the house when I was having one of those moments with one of my kids <laughs> that all of you can relate to. Yes. And my hands were on his shoulders, and I said, look at me when I talk to you. And it was as though a light shone from heaven. And it was like, yeah. oh, all the angels were singing. <laughs> and I could hear Jesus, God, saying to my spirit, yeah, when are you going to look at me when I talk to you? Yeah. And it, I was yeah. just literally arrested. I mean, I felt like someone had taken all the air out of my lungs. And I was like, oh, I am wanting my son to live at a different mm. standard than I'm living. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to pay attention to me. And I wasn't a pay paying attention to God. I mean, it was just like... What have I been doing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Charles ran off. He was relieved. Mother was having a spiritual moment. You know? <laughs> he got out. He got he out. He got off. Yeah. 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 He was relieved. But yeah. I sat down at my desk and just started brainstorming all of the things that I was hearing myself say to my kids. And every single one of them pointed back to me. Mm -hmm. Something God says that, to you. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it was just a, an incredible moment. But I also realized not only was this that God was doing this to me, but I realized that I was probably not the only mother. Yeah. That was saying things to her children yeah. that God wanted to say to her. And so yeah. that's where it came from. Well, it's fantastic. I was just uh, telling Rachel that I love 
the cover of the book, uh, all the little quotes that are dangling down, such a creative cover, but uh, they say things like, don't lie to me, turn down the music, be quiet. <laughs> I love it. Uh, we don't act like that, which is we're going to talk about yeah. uh, on the next on the next podcast. Uh, but before I go any further, I want to just uh, remind you that the podcast is sponsored. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out Firmly Planted Family, I hope that you will do that. You can find us at firmlyplantedfamily.org, where we have written a number of Bible studies for families. So check that out. I have a passion, as many of you know, to see uh, families, and particularly mothers, uh, women, into God's Word. And so one of the things I love about Rachel, and one of the reasons I'm glad she's here, is because Rachel shares that passion Indeed. with me. And uh, as we've been watching uh, recent events, particularly the Supreme Court ruling uh, yes. a couple of weeks ago now, uh, redefining, or trying to at trying least to. redefine yeah. uh, uh, God's definition of marriage, um, our hearts have just been, I think we're grieving. I, I don't know of a better uh -huh. way to uh, to say it. And so we're going to be talking about uh, some of the the points from Rachel's book. I hope you guys will check it out. I will link back to the book at the podcast so you can find it. It's called How Many Times Do I Have to Tell You What God Wants Us to Hear When We Talk to Our Kids. So uh, I'm going to dig into this topic with Rachel Carmen, but before we get started, let's just invite the Lord to join us. Father God, thank you for the opportunity that you have given Rachel and myself to talk a little bit about your great love for us today. Lord, we pray that the eyes of your people would be open to what it looks like to love you with yes. all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, Lord, that we would be reminded of your sacrifice mm -hmm. and be drawn by your spirit to walk in holy obedience to you. Yes. Lord, I pray that you would just season our conversation with grace and that every mom who is listening, every woman who is listening, whether she has children or not, would find encouragement, Lord, mm -hmm. from your word. And so we welcome you here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm just going to read a little bit of this because so I love your writing style. I think part of the reason I love the way you write is because you talk that way. Yeah, and so it's a little bit like having a conversation with yes, you. Yes. And so I enjoy that. So here's uh, chapter 13. And this book is sort of laid out a little bit like a devotional. So it's you can uh, easily pick up little chunks to read it. You don't have to sit down and, and commit right. like That's a three-hour. Yeah, yeah. because who's got that, right? Nobody. Right. right. Nobody's got that. Uh, so she says, I took those words. I love you. This is the name of the chapter. I took those words for granted growing up. I don't think a day went by without my mom or dad saying them to me. And that was just an echo of my Heavenly Father's statement of the same. It's also my favorite thing to say to my own kids. No other words get a broader smile, a deeper sigh, or a truer repentance. I love that you said that, Rachel. Mm. I love you. I like to say it in a variety of ways. I like to sing it to my children, whisper it, and yes, even yell it. I like to say it when they least expect it in the middle of a story we're reading together, when they're biting their nails or when we both know they're thinking about doing something they shouldn't. <laughs> Sometimes I like to say it to them in, in my you've really done it this time voice, which catches them off guard. I love you. I found that these three words have incredible power. They can curb bad behavior, reel in rebellion, or stop a wayward step down a dangerous path. I love that you said that reminder that these three words have uh, incredible power. Yeah, um, there is no greater love, right? The Bible talks about There's God's not. love from the, from the beginning of creation. Exactly. And I love that you I love that you pointed it out. If you skip down a little bit farther into the chapter, uh, Rachel says that the Bible teaches that love covers a multitude of sins. That's from First Peter four. When I see my children through the eyes of love. There are many things I can overlook, yes. like the fact that the towels weren't folded perfectly or that the table they wiped down still has sticky pot spots. Amen. Love leaves room for improvement. Yeah. I love it's that. It's so true. Yeah. If we can just rest in that love and be reminded of that, um, mm. 
I really feel like the Lord has taught me through the process of writing this book that so often there's something else I want to say. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and if I can just come back to love and, mm-hmm. and interject, I love you instead of some accusation or mm-hmm. some criticism, which I don't mm-hmm. I don't think I'm alone in this either. But often mm-hmm. the sinfulness in it's my the go-to heart, response. It is, is yeah. the criticism. And yep. you know, my kids get that they're not perfect too. Mm-hmm. You know, as mm-hmm. much as I see their imperfections, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they see them too. Mm-hmm. What they need from me is my love. Mm-hmm. And they need to know that I love them. But really more important, and I talk about this in the chapter too, as great as it is that I communicate my love to them, mm-hmm. they've got to know that God loves yeah, them. Absolutely. That's got to be the point, Heidi. And yeah. I know you agree with me on yeah. that. I think yep. we've got a whole yep. generation of moms that are, I love you, I love you, I love you mm-hmm. to their kids. Mm-hmm. And they're leaving God out of the equation. Yeah. At yeah. the end of the day, if they don't know God's love, mm-hmm. it's the mother's love is going to ring hollow. Well, they're either point. leaving God out of the equation or they're sacrificing truth on the altar of love. Exactly. And we think that we can't do both, but yet Jesus said... He, well, he was the best example of exactly. the truth in love. And love. Yeah, it has to be. It has to absolutely go together. Uh, the Bible says that uh, we are supposed to love each other in response to God's love for us. And yes. I love this in 1 John 4, verses 9 through 11. It says, By this the love of God was manifested or made known. By this the love of God was made known to us, that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation, big word, yeah. for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, so also we ought to love one another. And I want to ask you, I guess this is a question I've been getting a lot. How do we show other people, particularly those now that Christians are really in the minority in this country now? I mean, it, I think it's yeah. a pretty uh, well-established fact uh, yes. that we are officially <laughs> in yeah. the minority. And someone said to me the other day, uh, what's the most important thing that you can do as a believer? How do you respond to uh, what's happening in the culture, what's happening in the world around you? And I thought, boy, the, the Bible hasn't changed, right? Right, right. Jesus said that we we that there's two commandments. The, the basic ones are you love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. That means as believers, we follow his word. Mm-hmm. And then you love other people. And I kind of wonder if we haven't made a huge mistake as Christians in not loving people that we've disagreed with over the years and so therefore have lost credibility. I think you're exactly right. I I really think in the controversial issues that are surrounding, swirling, overwhelming, Mm -hmm. blinding Mm -hmm. us today that are are gut-wrenching to me. This decision last week made me sick. Oh, yeah. Um, But I think one thing that we can do towards loving them Mm -hmm. is stop trying to come at them with Mm -hmm. all of the answers and all the things they need to do and change and even repent of. That's Mm -hmm. all true. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of hurting people who make lousy choices that have never been heard. Yeah. And I think the first step to loving them, Mm -hmm. just like the first step in loving our our kids so often, Mm -hmm. is to hearing them out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just want to be heard. Yeah. And I see, and I'm you probably see this too. I see a lot of hurting people yeah. in this decision and the people that celebrated this decision. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of hurting people. Yeah. I see a lot of lost people. Yeah. I see a lot of people who might be older, but they're yep. not mature. Yep. And I see a lot of wounded people who've yep. never been heard. And so I think just listening to them mm-hmm. would go a long way in mm-hmm. communicating love to them. Boy, I love that. 
uh, we're going to wrap this up today. I want to I want to just uh, end by just another quote from uh, Rachel's chapter called "I Love You." It says the whole gospel can be summed up in these three little words. God's message to us is "I love you." Bold face, underline, exclamation mark. Just as this should be the number one phrase you say to your kids, it's the number one message he wants you to hear from him. Love motivates his pursuit of you and your heart. And if you let it, love will motivate your life choices. I love you is at the center of it all. We have an opportunity, I think, right now, probably more than we've had Mm -hmm. in many generations of of people in this country to be Jesus, to be his hands and feet. And it starts not with condemnation. It starts with love. And so we have an opportunity to go out and not only love our kids, but love love the people that are around us because we know how loved we are. Thanks, Rachel, for being here today. I'll Thanks see you back here. You come back again? I would love to. All right, let's do it again. Thanks. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.